the number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of UCW Radio. This is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Coparis. And I want to thank all of our listeners again for the continued support just by listening to the show. Uh, as I continue to say, we're bringing more interesting guests on the show. We have a lot of good things going on. We're increasing syndication. We're taking on sponsors. We have a lot of things going on. So stick with us because it's going to be a fun ride. We've been talking about mixed martial arts on the UCW radio show. And this week we featured the matriarch. I call her the matriarch of mixed martial arts, Linda Shields. She is uh, the, the founder, promoter, owner of Cage FX or Cage Fighting Extreme. And today we are featuring what could be their next, um, actually let me correct that, could be their first Cage FX heavyweight champion. And this guy, he breaks all the stigmas, stigmas as it relates to MMA fighters. He went to Brown University. He wrestled in Division One. He represented the United States when they traveled to China. And on top of that, he graduated on top of his class with honors and on the dean's list. So yeah, you have some very smart people in MMA today, so don't uh, discount that. Now before we bring him on the line... I have to give you some information. Listeners can actually call us with questions, comments, whatever you want to do. Uh, you'll know who our uh, guests are going to be. Just go to ucwmagazine.com and you'll see who's going to be on there. You can call up, leave uh, your questions or comments, and if they are interesting enough, we will pose them to our guests. If not, then not. Uh, the number is 323-952-4369. That's 323-952-4369. And call in, leave your comments, comments, and uh, hey. And again, if they're interesting enough, we'll get them on the show. Uh, Also, the UCW radio show, as I mentioned earlier, they have opened the doors to sponsorship partnerships. So marketers can actually... um, Find out more by going to ucwmagazine.com, join forces with uh, the UCW radio show, and uh, be a part of what we're doing because we are growing and growing and growing. Uh, If you're on Twitter, you can shoot me out some questions, comments while uh, we are live. Even if we're not live, you can do that. We'll read them off. And you can do that. You can tweet me. My Twitter name is Luis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S. V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and ask away. Now, I also need to let our listeners know something. That our guest, uh, the guest that we have on the show today, he's been waiting on the line. And this is him waiting to go. This is prior to him going to his training session. The guy has a championship fight on Saturday, and he's taking time right this moment, waiting on hold for us on UCW Radio, so we do appreciate it, uh, and I know he's running late, so uh, to the people he's training with, my apologies, this will be a condensed interview, because we need to let him get to his training, but we appreciate him taking time out for this. Now, without further ado, let's patch in, which could be the Cage FX 
heavyweight champion, the first KGFX heavyweight champion, Lee Bean. Lee, welcome to uh, to UCW Radio. Thank you for being uh, here with us today. I know uh, you, you're ready to go to uh, your training uh, session, so I appreciate you taking time out beforehand. Oh, definitely. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's always good to talk MMA and uh, in the future. Okay, cool. Um, Lee, you're a mixed martial arts fighter, mixed martial artist. Uh, you fight for Cage Fighting FX, which is run by the, and I call her the matriarch of mixed martial arts, Linda Shields. <laughs> Linda. Yeah, Linda That's Shields. Great. She's great. Uh, but there's much more to you than meets the eye, uh, and a lot of people, I guess they, they there's a stigma about mixed martial artists, but you you were a wrestler at Brown University. Go figure. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, I think there is a big stigma about uh, about mixed martial artists, you know, being kind of cavemen, cavemen like, and that's not the case. There's a lot of educated people that fight because they enjoy the sport. Right, without a doubt, and you're one of them. You were a Division One uh, wrestler uh, for Brown. Uh, you achieved many amazing things there. And one thing, and this people will find this interesting. One thing that you did achieve, that you competed in the junior junior national uh, team, which represented the U.S. and China, right? That's right. Uh, we went over. There were uh, 13 of us on the team. We went over to China and wrestled their Olympic team as well as their junior Olympic team and some of their better club teams in uh, the Beijing area. All right. So that must have been an amazing thing uh, for you to do that, actually. Oh, that was an amazing trip. Uh, we're very lucky to be coached by uh, Brandon Slay, who is an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling. Uh, you know, had some great teammates, a lot of guys. Uh, Phil Davis was actually on that team who fights MMA as well. Okay. Um, had, you know, it was a great team, and it was an, an amazing experience for me. It was the first time and the only time uh, I'd ever been out of the country. And, uh, you know, China was great. We got to see so many things and, and do so many great things at the same time wrestle at such a high level is just great all the way around trip. And I'm sure they treated you like royalty when you get off the plane. Yeah, no, it was great over there. I'm uh, very hospitable. Uh, now, Lee, let me ask you, uh, you went from uh, being a wrestler at Brown, you graduated, uh, and <laughs> just for those that are listening, he graduated on the Dean's list. All right, go figure. That That's fantastic. Now, you went from there. And you're a professional now in your own personal life, uh, but you're also a professional in the cage. Uh, how did all that get started for you? Um, I actually fought one, once while I was at Brown, back before they really had pro and amateur up here in the Northeast. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't fight again until after I graduated. Uh, when I graduated, I started working, you know, spending a lot of time working started back in the gym helping some some of the local guys get ready for their fights you know working at uh, bishop's gym or lozon's gym you know working with danny and joe lozon chuck o'neill tony lead all the local guys helping them with their wrestling and, and translating wrestling to mma and i just started being in the gym so much and you know i had fought and i said you know i'd like to fight again i'm in the gym so much why not and then you <laughs> and, saw uh, from there i just go ahead uh, from there, I just jumped back into training. Uh, really, uh, last August, I started training three or four days a week and uh, periodically picked it up to five or six days a week and had my uh, first fight in four years in uh, January. And then I fought January. I fought in April, June, August, and I'm scheduled to fight uh, this Saturday night and then also again in November. 
So, but your your first fight was with uh, Cage FX, right? Well, my first my first fight was uh, a long time ago before Cage FX was formed for for a different organization, which no longer is uh, up and running. And uh, my last four fights have been uh, for Cage FX. Okay, and, and how's that experience uh, fighting for Cage FX? It's awesome, uh, you know, between Gary and Linda and uh, Mike Varner, Gary Foreman, obviously Linda Shields, the uh, Dave Haggerty, just everyone that has something to do with Cage FX. Uh, you know, the the shows run real smooth. They treat the fighters well. Uh, you know, and it's just the 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 shows are a good time. They're a good experience. Uh, I find the fans, my fans that come to, to support me, enjoy the shows, enjoy the atmosphere, the other things that go on at the shows, and you know they they also put a a lot of fights on the card, which the, you know some people think is a negative thing, but as far as being a fight fan and having fans go, they love it because you're paying the same price as you pay to go anywhere else, and you get to see more fights. You get more bang for your buck, and that's that's what it comes that's down right. to. Yeah, and that that's fantastic. Now, you've you've been down that road. Uh, you you said you went from training two days a week, three, four, training almost every day, and now you're in the swing of things, and you're. You're fighting consistently or frequently with Cage Effects. You can't fight every every week or every month because then it doesn't work. You know, there's no way you can do it. But can you tell us the road of an MMA fighter, a regular MMA fighter that's not, you know, swung into UFC or Affliction or anything like that? Because most people don't see the struggle. They just see the end result. They don't see the struggle for an MMA fighter that's just getting into the game or, or even has been in the game for a year. Yeah, I mean, it's real tough. Uh, you know, obviously, I have to work a, I work a full-time job. I work anywhere between 50 and 60 hours a week, and then I still get to the gym. Uh, I try to get six days a week, at least five days a week. So, you know, if we're talking Monday through Sunday, I start on Mondays, get up. You know, I'll, I'll try and do cardio in the morning and uh, go to work, come home from work, and I put about two hours in the gym, mainly working on my wrestling and a little bit of my jiu-jitsu. Um, Tuesday, you know, get up, go to work. Tuesday night, I go to the, my main gym, which is, uh, Y Crew in, uh, Alston, Mass, uh, with John Allen. That's uh, where Doomsday, John Howard trains out of, who fights in the UFC. I'm usually there for two and a half to three hours on Tuesdays. Mm -hmm. Um, same thing, go home, go to bed Wednesday, wake up, go to work. Um, you know, after working about 10, 10 to 12 hour days, depending on the week. You know, Wednesday, I come in and do another grappling and, uh, and, and groundwork for about two and a half hours on Wednesday night. Um, Thursday, get up, do cardio, go to work, go back to Y, go up in Austin for two and a half to three hours. Uh, mostly working on my Muay Thai and my stand-up, and then towards the end of the, the end of the time that I'm there, working on my jiu-jitsu. Um, Friday nights, I, uh, Friday I'll work. Friday night I go to Joe Lozon's gym in Bridgewater, Mass, and work with Chuck O'Neill or, or Joe or whoever happens to there, you know, working on stand-up grapple, and that's kind of whoever's there will work on, depends on, uh, you know, who's there to work with, what will work on stand-up or ground game. Um, Saturdays, you know, wake up, uh, I might get a workout in the morning, I might not, and then Saturday afternoon I go up to Waikou for about three hours, usually about two to five workout out there, come home, and then Sundays I'll take off, or if I miss a cardio workout in the morning, during the week I'll do a good cardio workout on Sunday afternoon. Well, that takes a lot of dedication. I mean, you're you're working hard and you're working out hard. I mean, that's your life. You're working and working out. You know, um, do, do you get support from your family? Did they say, hey, you know, Lee, you're out of your mind? <laughs> or, or um, they they do tell me that I'm uh, 
because I'm kind of out of my mind with how much I work. And, uh, you know, I have two little girls. I have two daughters, uh, uh, two and a half, and my uh, my younger one just turned one last week. Oh, and uh, I have them half the time. I have them uh, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they go back into Sunday night or Monday morning. So I do get a lot of support, you know, my aunt or my mother or or someone watching them so I can work out or, or during the day when I'm working and, you know, my brothers are around. and You know, I have a, I have a pretty good support system uh, to help me out with everything I need that makes it possible for me to be able to train and get to the gym and, you know, uh, just, just make sure that everything runs smoothly. Yeah, but that, that's good because I think that's important, especially when, when you're in a situation where you're building up with an organization like KJFX because, you know, KJFX, the way I'm looking at it, um, they're just ramping up, you know, the way UFC was way back when, you know, which right now UFC is well capitalized and they, they have all, it's going to be a billion dollar business, but they had that going on. Uh, you're, you're in a unique position, but it takes right now, you're going through the rough road of uh, having to train as much and work and do everything else. You just can't make fighting your living right now. Right. It's just not financially feasible. No, because there's there's no way you can do it, you know, because the money's not there. But that's to, that's now. But things right. know, could change in the future. Um, now you you're doing all that. You're training. You have you've been training hard lately, and and I know. And I said this in the beginning of the show that you are talking to me right now in between your work and you're going to go to the gym you're going to go train so you took this time out to speak with us and I appreciate it um, you have a fight scheduled for this Saturday uh, tell us about the, the fight tell us what's going on well uh, how this fight came about it's actually someone that I fought um, in April uh, by the name of Jason Dalloff. Um I fought him back in April and we both entered the heavyweight tournament that Cage Fighting Extreme was holding and uh, this was supposed to be the semifinal, but uh, unfortunately the other side of the bracket fell apart due to some issues. I'm not really sure what they were. So this is actually going to be for the title. So this is going to be a five, five-minute round um, um, fight for the Cage Fighting Extreme title uh, this Saturday night. I'm, you know, I'm really, really looking forward to it, to go out and put on a good show and uh, end, it, end it in a... Uh, exciting way and uh, continue on my path so l let me let me just expand on that thought Lee right you are fighting for the cage effects heavyweight crown correct you if if you should win which I think that you're going to so let's say you win you're gonna be the first cage effects champion that's right that that's nice and that's making yeah, that's history because in five years, Cage of X, they, they, they're, they're national, everything else. You say, hey, man, <laughs> I was the first champion. How do you like them apples? Yeah, I get to be a nice, uh, hopefully I get to be a nice trivia answer question in the future. Yeah, there you go. You'll be, you'll be on Trivial Pursuit or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now you, you have this event going on. Uh, where's the event? It's happening. Um, I, I forget the... Uh, yeah, it's in Mansfield, Mass. At the Mplex in Mansfield. Right. That that's the Mansfield Sportsplex. Correct. But but if you you're, you're local, is the Mplex that I remember. I was talking to Linda about that. That I remember. <laughs> so and now uh, tickets are still available for that show, right? Tickets are still available. You can get them uh, through any of the fighters or through CageFX.com. Okay, now what? What's your future look like with uh, fighting? Is this something that you want to continue to do? 
I'd love to continue to do it. And uh, I don't think anyone that fights regularly wouldn't like to be able to do it full time. And if it came to the point where uh, financially I could support myself and uh, and my and my kids, then I would definitely uh, love to do that. I just think right now, you know, as as you know, it's a tough mm-hmm. thing to do. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue to fight. I'm going to fight as often as I possibly can. I mean, I think uh, by the end of this year, I'll have had six fights. I think that's pretty active, especially in uh, New England, where there's not exactly uh, a ton of guys to fight. So, you know, hopefully um, ma- making the next steps. Yeah, then you then you go and you you forge forward and and uh, I mean you, it's it's just possible. See, UFC they work a little differently now, where they're they're making um they're making the new entries into UFC go through that Ultimate Fighter situation, you know. So um, but for you, if if KJFX continues to grow, which I think that they will, you may have no shortage of uh, of talent to fight. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, because then then it'll allow you to just hone your skills and get in there and keep showing people on on a national scale, you know, what you're made of. Because you know, I uh, you know, with Cage Effects building up, you know, UFC, yeah, they're they're horrendous. You know, Dana White, you know, he built an empire, and the marketing behind it is awesome. But there's always yeah. room for another organization there, and even though you have right. affliction. Uh, yeah, they, that's okay, but that's money thrown in there. This is grassroots. This is, you know, you, you, this is a homegrown situation, which basically is, is better for the fighters. Because it's not right. just, you know, people coming in, oh, well, we're going to go and we're going to pay you this, pay you that, we're going to put together a fight. The matchmaker is actually putting together true fights where you guys are not fighting for the money, you're fighting for the honor. Right. Okay, because the money's not there right now. Um, now, I, are you familiar with the other um, fights that are going on uh, that evening? Uh, some of them, yes. Okay. Do you want to mention a couple of them so our listeners uh, can get a better idea of the the talent that's bred out of New England? Well, I think um, someone I'm very close with by the name of Robbie Larue. Um, Rob is is a wrestler. We wrestled together in high school. Uh, we took a little different path after high school. College wasn't uh, wasn't really for Rob. Um, you know, he did he did keep up his uh, wrestling. We've we've done a lot of the similar things over the years, uh, working together. And uh, I I think that you know he's going to come out. Is he's fighting for the first time ever, and he's going to come out as a pro. I think his fight's going to be a very exciting fight. I think you're going to see him come in and show that. He's been working on his stand-up, uh, working on uh, his hands, his kicks, his punches, and come in and, you know, when it when it's time, take the fight to the ground and uh, and finish the fight. Um, also looking forward to see Steve Dunn, um, the Sandman, you know, incredible, been able to do some workouts with Steve, and, uh, you know, that that's uh, it's exciting to see. You know, he, he's a little bit older, but he's really putting the time and the effort in. Um, Sean Baker, looking forward to see Sean Baker fight, uh you know, tough guys learning the sport. You know, it was just kind of a stand-up brawler learning wrestling and jiu-jitsu. Uh, Brett O'Terry, he's he's always great to watch. Uh, Brett started training up at Waikou. We used to train together back down uh, down by me in the at Bishop's Gym and a little bit at Lozon's. And you know, he started to make the trek up to Waikou, which is the the gym that I fight mainly out of. And he's just so impressive. Uh, his wrestling, his stand-up, and you know, he's just 
he's great to watch. Uh, you know, I'm sure I'm going to miss someone, Sean Galano and Artie Mullen. Uh, that ought to be a great, you know, heavyweight fight. Both of those guys are going to want to stand in the center of the cage and, and throw bombs. Uh, Rick Hahn, uh, very good, uh, judo player. He should be, uh, he should be a very exciting fight to have, uh, to, to see. You know, that there's going to be some great, uh, great fights on this card. Well, Lee, let me ask you this. I mean, that sounds like a, an awesome card uh, that's lined up for the 12th of September uh, in Mansfield. Now, I'm just curious because I know we don't have a lot of time with you today, but maybe for, for fighters that are or soon to be fighters, someone that's looking to venture into the MMA game, these young guys that are trying to get into it, what advice can you give them? Um, you know, I think the, the first piece of advice I can give you is, uh, you know, take your time and make sure you're doing the, the right thing and doing it because you enjoy it, not because you want to be a superstar or, or make a bunch of money. Um, I think that's the first thing. And the second thing I think is, uh, you need to find, uh, the right gym. Now up here in, uh, in the Northeast, uh, in Massachusetts, New England area, I recommend Y Crew and Alston, uh, phenomenal. Um, Crew John and just everybody that's up there are just, they're, they're great people. It's, uh, a wonderful place to be and learning so much, uh, every day that I'm there. And I also recommend Lozon's, uh, Joe Lozon MMA. Joe fights in the UFC. His brother Danny just signed a contract to fight in the UFC. Uh, some great guys, some great trainers out of there as well. Okay, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think that, uh, if any young guys in the New England area that they're looking to, uh, to venture into MMA, you know, first they, they should come to you as well. And, yeah, you know, you can get me on, uh, on Facebook, uh, just shoot me a message. It's Lee Bean, uh, B-E-A-N-E. You know, I'd be more than happy to talk with anybody about, uh, you know, a fledgling, uh, MMA career or even if it's just training or, you know, whatever, wrestling, anything, you know. Okay, there you go. You know, just look up Lean Bean on uh, on Facebook and just connect with him because he is a great guy. And, again, you know, I know you're running to the gym, so I'm not going to keep you. I do want to thank you for taking time out uh, today uh, for this interview. I I think that your career or your future is bright in, in mixed martial arts. I think that you're going to do uh, horrendously in a good way on Saturday. And I think the next time we talk, it's going to be with a belt around your waist. That's the plan. There you go. There you go. All right, for anyone that's listening, uh, go to cagefx.com. Check out Lee Bean. Check out all the other fighters. Definitely go September 12th, Mansfield, Mass. Go to uh, the Mplex and, uh, and watch a great event. Watch a great event, and you can see history and see Lee Bean uh, get his, become the first KJFX champion. What is your major malfunction? All let it be ready. All let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.